1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo, and today we have a special guest with us. It is the Prince of the Moe Darkness Death Group, the Chaplain of the Church of Mizuki, Mitsuki.
2: Actually, I'm the actually I am the Pope of the Church of Mitsugi. Forget, so forgive, me. That, forgive that's okay. me. That's okay. That's okay. I'm we, learning. It's okay. Um, we we the Church forgive you. No. Oh, that's s- good. Seriously, um, actually, it's really great to join you guys. I uh, always enjoy going on other podcasts to be a guest. It's a lot of fun, and I don't have to do any editing, so it's it's like a, a free broadcast. So. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? It is.
1: Uh, I forgot to mention, but our, our intro was Yawumushi Pedal OP, uh, Recline by Rookies is Punked. Rookies is punk
2: Yeah, I love all the music to the Yawumushi Pedal show. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> Pretty I guess we'll good. get into which
1: I believe uh Chris will be going on your show as to review no we're re- I think we're uh, doing it here too so are oh, you doing here Jim you're actually reviewing that here I did
2: not allow that to be on my podcast <laughs> I don't know we haven't really we haven't had a full discussion yet about what you guys will be doing when you come visit uh, our podcast which by the way is the anime Addicts anonymous podcast so if you any of your listeners want to come check us out you can find us on iTunes so AAA podcast or uh AAA podcast.com. So Yeah, we wo- check we welcome all creeds, Moe lovers, Moe haters, you know, lolies. Well, I,
1: lovers. I, I was gonna say something to the effect of uh we do have a little bit of tension in the room because we have a a complete uh I guess you would call it anti arpeggio person and an arpeggio sympathizer in the same room at the same time. <laughs> the man who claimed that there is three swimsuit uh, episodes of Arpeggio mm-hmm. and the man who believed there's just one.
2: <laughs> well, if you want, I mean, I, I'm not going to do this, but Chiaki happens to be nearby. I could actually uh, get her to to assault you verbally with her hatred of Arpeggio. That's But that's something you don't want. So,
1: I, I do believe no, I, we've I, gotten I, that. I'm in, I'm in, uh, that that promo put in one of our podcasts that people may believe, uh, remember i'm a follower of of the the moe archangel i mean you, can, you can't you can't just see there. there's the other side of the coin we have a the the moe death god here and the the moe
2: lover no no no. I, i'm not a death god I, i'm just the pope so <laughs> we have other we have other positions in the church for things like that and if you'd like to make an, an so you don't get your hands dirty do you have a a holy resume? No. Well, if you if you would like to submit an application to the Church of Mitsugi, we do select, we do accept applications for, for posi- positions like that. So, like the Deathbringer of MoE and things like that. But that's not me. That's not me. I'm a desk worker. I'm I'm merely the Pope. So,
1: <laughs> so, is this a mail order thing, or is it just like a web form that you have that I fill out?
2: It's a full time <laughs> salaried position. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't get my hands dirty with things like that. We we pay the hourly people to do things like that. It, That's is not it, me. Is it paid with the tears of moe? No, we pay we pay in whatever currency fits you the best. So <laughs> I mean,
1: that sounds like a win-win situation. Because I mean, I'm I'm one for <laughs> the typical moe shooter shows to actually have <laughs> real bullets. So I would definitely love to be involved with something like that.
2: I gotta I tell you. I knew getting you two together would be a blast. <laughs> I gotta tell you, something like the something like the tears of, of a Moe girl are way too valuable <laughs> to be paid out as as salary. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to accept something that's a little more common, like pesos or ru- or rubles or dollars or.
1: Well, well, do you have like? Do you at least have like a a stamp system where if I fill out a couple cards, I can get at least one?
2: <laughs> we do have we do pay benefits. We have a 401k matching program. Do, but- do you have dental? <laughs> but I can't pay you in Moe tears. I'm sorry. But do you have dental? Yes, of course. Okay,
1: okay. That, that's, I'll have to think on it, but uh, definitely th- considering it.
2: After all the cake eating we've seen Moe girls do, you don't think we have dental coverage? <laughs> I.
1: What was I thinking? <laughs> I mean, with, with, with shows like Hineko, where for some reason their teeth never fall out, you would think that there would be some kind of dental coverage. Yeah. But anyways, we want, to, we want to dive a little more into uh, you specifically, uh, having you on our show. Somebody that actually has been physically in Japan. Is that right? You lived the otaku dream, so you got to tell us about this. Is there yeah. actually <laughs> girls running around with wind blowing up their skirts and harems in every mm. single apartment? And I mean, all the stuff
2: that I see in anime, is it really real? Well, I'm going to do your listeners the best service I can and be very honest with my answers. So, sadly, despite what Danny Chu would want you to believe, Japan is not a country full of skirt-blowing and harems and apartments. In fact, in Japan, the birth rate is so low that they're having a population crisis right now, so there's not a whole lot of anything like that going on just, go, it, no, just goes
0: no, no 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 you're you're <laughs> destroying me I Don't heard glass shattering in his
1: brain
2: <laughs> There are there are areas of Japan where you can experience things like this but it's not for your everyday, you know. It's well, not like for a, your everyday. It's for the weekend.
1: Like Akiba or something?
2: Something like that, yeah. Or I mean if you go back and listen to any of the last three hentai episodes that, my, that R- Roko and myself broadcasted on our own podcast, we have discussions about things that go on in the night that, you know, are frowned upon by many people in Japan, but they exist anyway, like, like O-Pubs and uh, Cabaret okay, Clubs.
0: Okay, but, but the most important question that okay. has to be asked sure. is,
2: can you buy panties in a vending machine? Um, you can buy. I believe you can. Th- I believe that there was a panty vending machine sighting, but I think it was right outside of a girl's restroom. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, put there for a very important reason. You know, as we know, women have need of such things. But um, if you go to a certain shop. Oh, I'm
1: in I, I mean, like used ones. I, I think they have like used ones.
2: If you go to a certain shop in Akihabara, there is a on the fourth floor there is a sir there is an aisle to the very far right of the building <laughs> that hasn't are that, you being serious are you, know you do you location? actually know where this is <laughs> that, well i mean you know i'm not saying I, i'm not saying i bought any used mr mr
0: mr hate everything moe is it has knows the oh. exact location <laughs> oh, these, girls, these girls aren't moe
2: um. You got the- <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: it, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the um, the the phone ladies where you call them up and they're like hello <laughs> sexy and that's
2: actually like some guy on the other end that's really huge. Um, I've never bought anything like that in Japan, but I have seen it. I mean, part of the fun is just knowing that it's there. And yeah, seeing exactly. It. <laughs> well, that's so, like the whole
1: the reason that we're actually asking. It's not like we actually want to fly down there and get
2: something. I don't want to. I don't want uh, I, I to paint myself as a, as a as a pervert to your listeners. So. <laughs> Too late. But it, but it's for it's for podcasts like this and others that ask me questions like this that I know this information. It's my job. It's my job to know. My job to know things like this. So it's good save. They will actually put the girl's picture on the front of the ba- of the oh container with 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 personal information and like statistics about them to make oh you my f- gosh. to make you like connect with the girl first. It's really creepy. <laughs> I did
1: not know about that.
2: Wow. Well, there you go. Now you know. Jeez. Well, it gets worse, but I'm not gonna defile your your podcast with with so, the worst of it. <laughs> so,
0: in all in all in all actuality, getting back to the serious or more questions. Um, did, did going to Japan exceed or disappoint you at all?
2: Um, there are certain things about Japan that are that are fantastic. Um, for example, it's an incredibly safe country. I think it ranks in the top 10 countries in the world in the lowest crime rates, and pretty much it's only outpaced by most of the Scandinavian countries. Um it's incredibly clean. I you can't imagine for a city that has a, a metropolitan area of 34 million people, you've never seen less trash in your life than in Tokyo. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's the air's clean there. People are people it's, are rid- are ridiculously polite.
1: Is the cleanliness of the roads is that more because they have a lot of like uh, government workers that are cleaning it up, or is it just because people just
2: frown upon that more than you would see someone it's, like here. It's just cultural. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many mornings I, w- I would wake up at 6 a.m. To, to get ready to go to work, and there would be old ladies out on the street already cleaning up their neighborhood just because. That's just how Japanese people are. So there is one thing in anime that is
1: actually true. <laughs> people actually ladies, do go out and yeah, clean.
2: They do. and they or have the, like, like and schools they, and stuff. And they have events at schools and in your neighborhood where everybody, they'll have like a day where everybody goes out and cleans up the area around their house. To make the whole neighborhood clean. Um, there are bad things about Japan too. Uh, the The work culture is terrible. The education system is pretty broken. Uh, I could go on for quite a while about the the negative the negatives of working and raising a child in Japan. Yeah, that's definitely something
1: I think a lot of us have have considered checking out. And that for usually the first thing you think about is well, what would I do as a job when I go over there? And yeah, I, I'm on the same boat. I I look at all that stuff and it's like, there really isn't a very fun
2: environment there to actually be had. The, you, you can get a, a decent-paying job in Japan as a non-Japanese speaker, but your the your selection of industries is very limited. Um, oftentimes you're sort of corralled to either some kind of an education field where you're teaching English or something relating to English, or you are maybe a recruiter who tries to recruit English speakers in Japan. And Now, those types of jobs can pay quite well, um, $50,000 or more even. But, so like a contractor, basically, you know, you'd have like a base salary of forty thousand dollars, and then they'd offer you um, commissions that could take you over a hundred thousand if you were really good. Now, now, you know, they. With that said, the average is probably far lower than that. But, but then the question is, are they going to make you work 100, 110 hours a week? Yeah,
1: you know? the the hours is what kind of scares me. That so. was that was one of the things that I noticed because I'm more into technology as my profession, so looking at that kind of stuff it's like there's just no no opening there. It's really a lot of technological stuff and I understand they're very uh protective of what they have for like their networks and stuff and they don't like the idea of some out you know, some English person coming over and saying, Hey, you should do it this way which doesn't also- really work in my industry. Also, if I remember right, it,
0: it it doesn't it doesn't matter how old you are. you're you're starting out at the bottom rung. yeah, so that too. You, I mean, if you're fifty years old, it, you don't don't randomly decide you're going to go and and get a fifty year olds pay rate in in Japan. You're starting at the bottom rung.
2: I can't really I can't really opine on that very much, but I will say that there is there's a lot of value in Japan, a perceived value in seniority. So there is something to be said for. Even if you're not qualified, maybe you're not even the right person for the job, but you will advance in a Japanese company even if you know, you're not the right person just because you've been there the longest. So there is something to be said about that. It's, it's a
1: give and take good and bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Double-edged <laughs> blade, so to speak. So if, if, you
0: were, if you were to talk to Mitsugi right now. And you what's up, uh, Mitsugi? Hey, Mitsugi. It's the a, prince yo, of woe-death. Uh, <laughs> and, and you're getting ready I'm the to pope. go. i the pope. It's the pope. <laughs> oh, I, I got it wrong again, and you're and you're getting ready to go to Japan. What do you wish that you had told yourself if if you were talking to yourself now? Something important that you need wish that you had known going to Japan. Besides,
2: don't go. <laughs> you're asking me like in hindsight?
0: Yes, like you wish information Was that you wish you that knew? you know knew going into the, to Japan that now that you know.
2: You know what I'm saying? Um I wish I knew that the exchange rate was going to, de- to was going to depreciate the value of my salary by 25% while I was there. Um that was that's a big one. <laughs> not that's not anime related at all though. So let me try to think of something anime. No, related. no,
0: this is you uh, you you went to to Japan. We want to know this information, so it's it's not really well, anime. Just like rela- we we're just
1: related. talking about business and employeeship, but it, it's really just a, a Japan general discussion. So don't worry about it too much.
2: So when I went to Japan, the exchange rate was eighty two yen to the dollar. Okay, so you get eighty two yen for every dollar you earn, but when I left Japan, it was one hundred and two yen to the dollar. So I had to, I and I was being paid in yen, so I had to, I had to shell out an extra twenty yen for every dollar that, that I received when I came back. So I lost mm. about a quarter of my money just because of the exchange rate. And that's something you have to take that that's just one financial risk you have to take into account when you are moving to a foreign country like that. You have to be you have to be ready to, you know, have the exchange rate damage your finances. So that's that that's something. Also, um, housing in Japan is interesting. They make you pay a very very steep fee to move into apartments. They, they, have, they have key money and thank you money and very steep deposits. And when I say key money and thank you money, I literally mean it's money that you pay to get your key and money that you pay to say <laughs> thank you for letting me move in. And I've heard that in – now, in where I was living in about 40 minutes north of Tokyo, it was semi-rural. My, my starting cost to move in was about three months of rent. Jeez. Now that included my first months of re- my first month rent up front, but if you're going to move into Tokyo, I've heard people paying as much as eight months' rent to move in, and it's not refundable. It's just to say thank you, basically.
1: <laughs> so That's you could crazy. So you gotta you be get, polite. The, you gotta be polite about that extra charge.
2: You could be paying and bow many times. <laughs> <laughs> you could be you could be paying three, four, or even five thousand dollars just to move into an apartment. Wow, and they do that, I think, to keep people from switching apartments too many times. It's it's to protect the the the, the landlords. Yeah.
0: So mm. so is is Akihabara as great as it sounds?
2: Uh, Akihabara is amazing. I mean, I've seen some interesting things in Akihabara. I, at the Gundam Cafe, one time I was I was having. I was having coffee with one of our podcast listeners who visited Japan and wanted to meet us, so I d- I took the train in, and there was a man, another man, sitting in the cafe who was very much an otaku. He had the, he had the otaku appearance, to him, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Short S- and chubby with glasses. Chubby, <laughs> yeah. frumpy-looking glasses. You know, not not well-kept. Not rare, not particularly. I think he was wearing pajama pants, actually, if I recall, oh, wow. in public. <laughs> And he had two two girls with him that were dressed as maids. And they were basically his escort for the day. So you can go- <laughs> That <awesome>. is epic. <laughs> yeah. You can go to Japan and go to Akiba and go to like an escort service and pay a girl pay like a girl a hundred bucks a day per day to walk around and hold hold your hand.
0: And, and and if anybody says that Japan is not like
2: the ultimate capitalism place, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something about Japan. Japan ha- is, is, is going through a movement right now where people are so fixated on working, especially women, that the birth rate in, in the country is falling precipitously. The, the, the population peaked at around 130 million people, but they're predicting that in the, by, within the next 30 to 40 years, the population will fall all the way to 80 million. So they're gonna lose half, they're gonna lose something like 40% of their population just because of this movement. And they have taken every aspect of a relationship, both physical, emotional, whatever it is, and they've piecemealed out everything that you could possibly do with your significant other, and they and they and they have made it available for purchase by the hour. So you can, as I just said, you can pay two girls to walk around and hold your hand in Akihabara while you scratch your butt and look at and look at uh plastic figures of Kill a Kill characters. You can totally do that. This is you crazy. Can, I have done this one. You can pay by the hour to lay your head in a girl's lap and let her pick wax out of your ears I've, with a with a metal hook.
1: I've heard of the part where you lay your head on their lap and they listen to you, but I've never heard of the earwax thing.
2: Oh yeah, that's the whole point. It's called, a, it's, called a, it's called a It's called a sorry about that. It's called a Mimi um, and mimi meaning ear, and cocky I think is some kind of verb stem that means to remove or to, p- to nurture or something like that. Can wow. remove the ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just cut it right off. You can, you can go to a cabaret club and pay money just to talk to a girl, or you can go to like a ver- other various clubs. There's three other types of clubs that where you can get exceeding and exceedingly more intimate levels of interaction with a girl, right up to, you know. The most extreme things you can possibly imagine. I mean, they've made all these things for purchase in Japan. It's well, I an mean, interesting culture.
1: I mean, the element of uh, the the age of Chobits is just right around the corner, where you have you know the girl that follows you around, that's robotic, that does everything you want, that you would need.
2: Well, we're all screwed when that happens. <laughs> and she Everybody. shows up. And- all right, I, out, of, out of
0: curiosity. Uh-huh. Is, is Japanese food as great as they say? I mean, I've heard so many times that it is, practically, it is practically
2: orgasmic. Is it really that great? So Japanese food is really good, but it's very monotonous, okay? So the types of foods that you'll get at a Japanese restaurant, for example, all seem to fit into five categories. And I've had this discussion many times with different people. You're either getting noodles, curry... Hamburg and when I say hamburg I mean it's like it's like a Salisbury hamburger. Steak. Salisbury steak. Salisbury <laughs> steak. Basically <laughs> hamburg. Um, where was I? Sushi or katsu. And katsu is breaded pork cutlets. And if those those five items are on every nearly every single possible menu that you'll see in Japan. And they're all really good, so in that sense, they're good. I mean a Japanese real Japanese ramen kicks the out of Japan, out of ramen you'll find in America. I mean, don't even, don't even put that in front of me because it's not going to be close. (laughs) (laughs) That's about
1: the only thing that I really, probably the first thing I do when I get there is just try to find a ramen I I want to try ramen so bad. I mean, can you literally go to a stand and just have ramen
2: anywhere and it's good? I mean, you can go to like a place in in a subway where they don't even have seats. You just, people in Japan, businessmen in Japan are so busy and in such a hurry that they don't even have time to sit down. They just walk up to a stand and there's like one of those little drapey curtain things you know yeah. behind them so all you can see is their legs and they're literally standing there chowing down a bowl of ramen and maybe five or six minutes flat because they've <laughs> got a okay, because they've got a bullet train to catch or something and they just don't have time for that you know they don't even want to have a waitress but um yeah there are there are some amazing restaurants in Japan and when you go you should ask me about some of them and I'll, and I'll tell you guys where you can get like a really cheap, kobe beef lunch special because you definitely should have kobe beef when you go because it's it really is as good as they say um or or where the best chain restaurants are for curry I mean things like that Japanese food is really good but you get tired of eating the same crap every day for sure
1: right yeah I was watching a video here recently of somebody got a bunch of stuff from a convenience store and I'm like that looks all good except for that bean gooey stuff what was it called natto
2: natto oh terrible is it terrible terrible yeah oh yeah it's bad, like I texture mean, wise or taste wise. Oh, both and smell. Yeah, I heard smell smells bad too. I mean, we had an episode of our podcast uh, maybe eight months ago where one of our hosts, Cram, who's still located in Japan right now, we actually brought some natto onto our set and we made him <laughs> eat it. I went, I I cooked him some steamed rice to go with it, so I was very great. I was a very gracious host. But man, he suffered. The poor man <laughs> suffered through that through that tiny bowl of natto. It was bad. Oh it's my pretty gosh. bad. Yeah.
1: Well, we kind of touched on a little bit here recently with the uh, the to talk about the the two maids with the otaku. But is the we've heard the term of otaku is actually kind of a demeaning term in Japan. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. There's uh, isn't there, is, an, there is a go ahead. I was going to say, go ahead and tell us a little bit. What, what's the perspective of what you would call an otaku in Japan? Is there levels of otaku, like ones that are kind of similar to us where we enjoy anime but we still, you know, work and, and take care of what needs to get taken? Or, or is just otaku in Japan just strictly, you know, your needs and stuff?
2: I mean, there's all kinds of different social problems in Japan that stem from their, from their broken education system and the work life. They have otaku... I mean, I'm not even going to talk about neats. I mean, a neat and, like, a hikikomori are totally different things. But in, in otaku, the word otaku in Japan has developed a negative stigma, a, a separate stigma than it has in America. So in America, we think, oh, cool, it's ota- well, I'm, I'm an otaku and I'm proud, and you wear, like, an otaku T-shirt, you know? Right. But in America, anime, anime still manages to have a negative stigma, that it's, you know, either porn or it's some kid crap, you know? But... In Which Japan, is the
1: stigma in America, unless you're actually in otaku,
2: right? Of course, but in Japan they have a negative. They have another different negative stigma, and it's, and it's been created by it from a different source. Um, about, I'm not sure how many years ago it was, but there was some time ago where there have been two separate instances. One at one point where a man kidnapped a woman, a, a young girl, and they found her. They found her, and they found his apartment. And when they found his apartment, I think he had killed her, and his apartment was filled with anime goods. And so, much like the video games at columbine the the news latched on to the fact that this man was an uh, extreme consuming large amounts of anime right uh, and the and it just took off and people all over Japan heard about it and it was very bad for anime's image another time was in, was in an Akihabara when a man who was an anime f- an otaku quote unquote Drove his car on the sidewalk and ran down a bunch of people. Then he got out of his car and stabbed like six people to death before, before they took him down. And that's a, that was another blow to anime's reputation. And you have to understand that in Japan, I already mentioned how safe the country is, right? That's so so kind of shocking. It's incredibly so shocking to people. It's I not mean, like d-
1: here where you have another school shooting and then sadly you kind of go, well, another one happened.
2: Exactly. I mean, in Japan, when, there's a, when there is a murder committed with a weapon, with a, with a gun, it makes national news. I mean, can you imagine every time someone was killed with a gun in America if it made national news? I mean, it's just like, un- unless it's someone like drowning ten babies in a bathtub, we don't even hear about it in America. Right. I mean, and that stuff always happens in Florida, so I know about that because I, <laughs> I live down here. <laughs> but in Japan, they hear about things like that. Everyone hears about it because it's just it doesn't happen there. It's totally shocking to them. So, unfortunately, yeah, there is a negative stigma in Japan um, about otaku.
1: So it's not more of the case of well, you mentioned the idea of uh, anime seen as something that possibly uh, changes the mindset of people. Is it seen as anime is the downfall of the country because it's creating that uh, pervertedness, or is it more just like what you said, where it's they're latching onto it for violent reasons?
2: I don't know that it's anything as extreme as it's going to be the downfall of the country, but if Chiaki were here, she'd tell you a story about uh, her host family that she stayed with, and she told her host family that she liked anime and that she was an otaku, and her host family looked at her like she had a horn growing out of her forehead, and they were like, "Chiaki, don't d- no, don't say that. You're not an otaku. You know, like it's oh it's, gosh." It's like a you know it's a thing there. I mean, it's not. Well, I guess it's like gaming
1: here. When you when you say you play games here, it's like the older people that didn't grow up with the games are like, oh, you play those video games? You must be you know a deadbeat. Is it similar there too?
2: It is similar, I think. Like and the it, older
1: people see it as you're a deadbeat kind of thing. Well, uh, this that, that that brings up a, a slightly
0: different question because I I, I know that the uh, that Japan looks at people as everybody is a it is a cog in the greater machine and so if anybody is outside of that that machine then they are a pariah no matter how you look at it anybody who's not conforming
1: you should like football why are you playing video games like that <laughs>
0: well and that's so, and that's why, and so that's why it, ne- sorry so
1: is that is that why –
0: is otaku similar to that or is is it just the neat and the and – like you were getting ready to say, is that just the neats and the hikamoris and otaku is just
2: in the middle somewhere? or You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't think that what you're saying applies to otaku. I think that, that it's completely different. I think that in Japan when, when you say you're an otaku, people look at you weird because of the stigma that the news has created and because of the sense of the fact that you are – you know consuming something that's not clean maybe okay but if when what you're talking about is something that applies more to the neat population or the or the hikikomoris who don't contribute to society in any way even though they they're perfectly capable of doing it okay so i, I
1: guess i guess the the main key thing there is from what you're telling me it sounds like the more issue with the society itself is just that the workforce, I think, is really just kind of driving people to the point where they're, they're not getting married, they're spending too much time at work, they're, they're buying relationships, and not so much neats are what's dragging it down. Well, I guess they do have their own effect, but...
2: I mean, it, I, could, I could go on into an entire diatribe about how the, the, the work system in Japan is, is busted up I mean, I've I I have some stories about about things that have happened to people in Japan, you know, that work, but I but don't know it, if you want to go into all that.
1: But at least, do the well, um, where
2: have you actually worked in Japan? Or are, are you okay with saying that? Uh, I worked at I worked at two separate um, two separate English quote unquote English teaching facilities. I um, I worked at one that was small and private, and I'd rather not give their name. Oh and no, that's fine. Got, and, but it was it was a an Kaiwa, which is a, a Japanese le- quote-unquote a- literally translate, the kanji literally translates to English conversation school. Hmm. So, e- kaiwa, meaning trans- kaiwa meaning translate, meaning conversation, and a meaning English. So It's more of a one-on-one setting. The other, the other organization was a large uh, ALT company, one of the largest in the country, so that should give it away, that where they place people to be teachers in public schools. Well, the
1: reason I was asking is because I've I've heard of and I, you maybe you can tell me if it's true, but there's actually, like, cylinders that have beds in them that are in these like major corporations that people take their oh, breaks yeah. sleeping.
2: Oh yeah, um, they're called capsules. And when I was in Japan back in maybe 2009, this was a separate trip. I wanted to sleep in a capsule hotel because I knew it was just going to. Oh, sleep there's actually crate- hotels. Oh, yeah. What you're talking about is actually a, like a separate facility. So oh, like, okay. So here's the story, right? So oh, they may have them inside of companies. That wouldn't shock me at all. But what, what, uh, my experience comes from a literal, literal hotel. So think about this, right? You're getting up at like 7 a.m. in the morning, and you're going to commute an hour to an hour and a half to work. And you're going to work from 9 o'clock to, say, 9 o'clock, is that's Japan? And then you're going to go back to your house another hour, and to an hour and a half. You'll get home at 11 o'clock. You go to sleep. So that sounds like a that sounds like crap, right? Like who wants to, who wants to live a life of nothing but commuting and working with no pleasure? Right. So they say, well, I'll just you know for this week, I'll just say screw it. I'm not going to go home. I'm just going to stay in this $35 a night capsule hotel, where they have all the amenities. They've got like a cafeteria on the second floor, the third floor is an onsen bath. The the uh the fifth floor it has like entertainment or something, and the sixth floor and the seventh floor are just full of these capsules that you sleep in. And they're maybe they maybe uh maybe ten feet long and three feet high and uh four feet wide and you just lie in them like little coffins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the better question for this whole conversation is is it actually produced by the company capsule in Dragon Ball Z? <laughs>
2: Um, probably not, but if it was, that'd be pretty badass. <laughs> capsule course. <laughs> Especially if Bomo would join me in her capsule, that'd be great. Well, that was such so
1: much amazing information. Thanks so much for answering all those questions. I know a lot of those might have been a little bit personal, but we no, we appreciate really. all of it.
2: It's it's <laughs> fine and uh and if you want to talk about like arcades and crap like that, that's an entire other conversation. But I'm sure that when you guys visit Japan yourselves you'll have plenty of opportunities to visit all of the Incredible things that you can do in Japanese arcades, and you'll have all kinds of great stories to share with your listeners. So, along
1: with my my task of finding the nearest noodle shop, it is also to find arcades that contain Hachi Miku arcade games. Yes, now that,
2: <laughs> neither of those things are very hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're gonna move on, um, despite so many other questions we wanted to ask. Uh, we're gonna move on to our reviews because this is our spring, our third section of our spring. Uh, 2014 anime reviews. We're gonna go over how many we have today. Three, four. We have four shows to go over. We're gonna review them, uh, give our impressions on them, and we're starting off with Mushishi Zoku Shou, which uh, is also titled The Next Chapter. And Misugi has actually watched that one. Um, I'm gonna give a quick synopsis though. Uh, this is, of course, the second season of the uh, the Mushishi series. Uh, It basically covers a guy named uh, Ginkgo. He is what you would call a mushishi master. He travels the world looking for uh, cases of what are called mushi, which are pretty much like the essence of life, I think he describes it as. And essentially, whatever kind of uh, effect they have on the environment, he's, he's analyzing it, giving people information they need in order to deal with these mushi. Often cases, they affect people's very actual lives. Um, they, they, they cause some kind of ailment, and he's there to kind of give his uh, knowledge to the people so that they can overcome that mushi and uh, so to speak. I, th- I think I hit all the good points there. What do you think, Musugi?
2: That's a pretty good summary. I liked it.
1: Um, the main thing that I think I get from the Mushishi series, I got it from the first season, I got it with the second season, um, is mainly just the incredible uh, atmosphere that every episode creates. Um, I kind of feel like I'm opening up a book and being told a story every episode. They, they're very episodic, but it's okay because each, every single one is kind of an opening of a book. And it's a story that I, get, I just get enthralled with. It draws me in with the, the kind of detail of storytelling that they give. Um, they're kind of like little easy-to-swallow to kind of stories.
2: Yeah, and I think that they're, they're definitely done intentionally so. There's no doubt that every single individual story in this anime is is sort of its own little fairy tale. I think it's amazing how in every in every specific story, Ginkgo, maybe with the exception of one or two of this you know, this this recent season, finds himself being a more of a backseat character to the anime, to the, to the individual stories that are being told. Uh, I would say that he's the because he's the only character that sort of carries over between episodes. He's certainly the main character in the anime. But in every individual episode, you find that he's probably third or fourth billing. That I mean, is, would, you, would you say I, that's about
1: right? I would definitely agree there. Um, because, yeah, in this, in this season, it definitely felt like you were giving, you were being told a story about a family or something. And then Ginkgo would arrive. He would say, look, this is, this is what's causing this issue. And they would overcome it. I was kind of afraid for like the first six episodes, it kind of had the same formula going with each episode. With the kind of the here's the issue, here's the problem solve, but it really kind of threw me a curveball towards the end of the season, um, which I guess it's not really the end of the season because they're going to continue it in fall, I believe.
2: Does the season really have an ending? I mean, it's yeah. Y- you I mean you could jumble these episodes any way you want. I mean any right. of them could be the ending really.
1: Yeah, kind of. I kind of mentioned in our our uh, first impressions of the season. It's really. I, I honestly would tell somebody you can honestly pick up any episode and, and get an experience out of every single one of them. I mean, I think you get a little bit more out of it, knowing a little bit more about Ginkgo, but there really isn't much there besides the fact that he is a mashishi Master you, you Master.
0: you would be ever so proud of me. I got through 12 episodes of the first season.
1: He's almost here. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got to see Ginkgo's, how Ginkgo got his name. I was like, that was an awesome episode. But what yeah,
2: If I... Uh is his name like Golden child or something
0: Ginkgo is light isn't it the the, the i thought it had
2: something
1: to do with his hair
0: no I, <laughs> well his hair his hair changed colors when he when he was engulfed <laughs> mm. i don't want to ruin the story it's been a on long that time, one <laughs> so the the first one
2: well depending on depending on how the kanji would be written gin could be could be interpreted as meaning gold and ko is like kodomo um would be like uh Child, so maybe is maybe that maybe it's golden child because his hair turns gold.
0: Well, he light. well the 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 mother lady was talking about the 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 fish in the pond, and he she was saying that they they shimmer light, and so she called them ginkgo. So mm. that that it, and that's all I can really say without ruining anything more.
2: <laughs> gotcha. I should I should also say that gin sometimes means silver, so maybe that's or maybe it's ginkgo biloba you know maybe he maybe he had a mem- maybe he had memory <laughs> problems oh, that gosh. that
0: was the whole thing he he forgot his he forgot his old name and he to get out of there he had to remember his new name
2: and um, he forgot everything in his past i i, th- I, I do agree that probably the only they ep- maybe the only episode in the series that had ginkgo as a main character was probably the 10th one the last with, one yeah. yeah with the with the frozen the the closed mountain or whatever all, all these, all, all, most of these episodes are just so great. I mean, they paint these individual stories that just suck you in and wrap you up, and they're over before you know it. And when you look back on it, you're like, wow, that was a really refreshing experience. And I think it's really impressive that they're able to generate so many of these great stories. Some well, really great writing.
1: Well, I mean, just, just the ability to, in a single episode, again, it pulls you in, gives you that environment, and they give you these characters that I mean, I, I've watched several other shows, and I've never gotten as connected to these characters in a single episode that at the end of the episode, it still has that emotional impact of what happens to the family.
2: That tells you something. Um, that being said, I mean, I have things about the show that I don't like, too. I mean, I, it's not all positives for me. I, um, I honestly think that the, episode, the stories in this individual season were sort of hit or miss at times. Mm-hmm. They're individual, right? So you can literally separate out which ones you don't like. I mean, there were probably four episodes in this season where I, was, I felt like I was literally in pain watching them. I mean, they were just so slow. And it's like, they're all, they're all really slow, right, the pacing? So if you're not interested in what's happening, if you're not interested in the characters or the problem, then you're just sitting through 20 minutes of boredom because I think it was, for me specifically, I think it was episodes, I think 6, 7, and 8 really hit a lull for me. If I'm remembering the correct ones.
1: Six sounds right, because like I said, six was about the point where I was like, this is getting a little repetitive.
2: There was one with the tree, the old cherry tree that that didn't bloom, where the foam came out of it. That one was really slow. Yes. Um, I mean, and then the two after that, I can't really, I can't, one of them was the one about the the boy who was whistling and drawing the, the mushi to his mother's house. That one was slow. And, um... I don't know, but I mean, generally speaking, they're all really good. My personal favorite was the one with the mirror, with the with the the doppelganger made out of made of water. Yes,
1: yes, that had so much. It was very eerie. Towards the end, there
2: a, there was like an emotional impact in that episode too, where the girl literally had to sort of give up. It was in order to in order to survive and drive off the mushi with her mirror. She had to polish it right, which essentially was her symbolically giving up her old love for that right. man. Because so, he was a polisher, I mean, right? And that's just like that kind of storytelling is great, and
1: I also enjoyed the uh, the uh, the fish village with yes. the uh, the bloody water. That yes. was that was amazing. I love the the out the uh, not outcast, but the the isolating father and the uh, what was it the chirping the chirping mushy?
2: Yeah, and the sh- and the shells on the beach.
1: Yeah. When the, when the moment that the, the, the water turned red again, I was just, like, overcome with emotion. It was just like, that was good. I like that.
2: I mean, I would say that Mushishi is an anime that I would recommend to, to a lot of people because of its, the quality of its writing, but um, it's an anime that I don't think is going to appeal to everybody. The crowd of people that likes watching shonen anime and Black Lagoon and things like that may not be interested in Mushishi at all. Oh yeah, I but, mean, the pacing yeah. is just on a complete polar opposite.
1: Right, Mushi uh, Ginkgo is not going to power up. This He's not. <laughs> it, uh, Mushishi is, is definitely an ambient, very
0: very low-key sh- storytelling, very artsy, a, a gorgeous, gorgeous
1: show. A great intro, too.
2: Yeah, the intro song is fantastic. And actually, the outro song is pretty good, too. Oh, it's, Shiver it's by... Uh, Lucy Rose. Shiver by Lucy Rose. There you go. That's the opening theme. Yeah, it's a really great song. It reminds me of... Uh, I don't know. Some, like a, some, some like guitar riff by Jewel or something from the 90s. <laughs> right. <laughs> something like that. Well, okay. Uh, that's definitely... Uh, I think we cover all the points on that one. I, I have a quick question. I, I never sure. watched the first Mushishi. I watched, I think, the first two episodes of it. Uh, would you say that this sequel of Mushishi is better than the first season, or would you say... And I mean summarizing the quality of all the episodes as a whole, because I know that there's certainly episodes here and there that are probably the best, but as a whole, would you say that this second season in Mushishi is better than the first season?
1: I am i can't really say for 100%, because, like I said, I have not watched Mushishi since it first came out, the original. Um, but I can honestly say I like the original a lot better, because I thought that it had a lot more... Um, eerie and more interesting storytelling especially with like the uh the mushi that comes out of the eyes yeah I like, I like kind of stuff very interesting um whereas like we said with this season there was a lot of repeated formula um cases with the first like six ep- uh, episodes and there was a lot of hit and miss one especially the last episode I felt was very drawn out um so overall all together I would probably say the first season okay but again, I can't say for 100% because it's been quite a while since I watched the original one. And I've only seen the first 12 episodes, so I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to our next uh, show that we're going to talk about. And that's going to be me and Chris. I'm not sure if Mitsugi has uh, actually watched this one. That is Tanari no Sekikun.
0: Yeah, I, actually, I think Mitsugi didn't 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 even bother because he, he, he doesn't like shorts. All <laughs> <laughs> well, um, shorts are nice. They keep you cool.
2: I'm pretty sure that this anime was picked up by either Chiaki or Cram. And no, you
1: guys dumped it. We I dumped heard, it. I, so I even heard that you guys <laughs> dumped that. So I I'll was so something.
2: disappointed. I was like, no. Well, we only have we only have room for for the quote unquote <laughs> eight best anime. So we we tend to sometimes we tend to dump shows that are good.
0: Yeah, I, I don't blame you because shorts shorts have a tendency to just totally miss the mark and. And this one, I mean, when we, 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 we seen it, we were like, ah, it's a short. I mean, but when we, we started watching it, we were
1: actually surprised. It was a surprising little gem. Well, it, the, the case is with the, the shorts is that they don't, often they don't understand the idea of what to do in a short to not make it too drawn out because you are dealing with such a short period of time. Um, so I think comedies usually are about the only thing that fit. We, we see that with pupa. You can't really tell a long story with such a short period of time. We've seen it with, uh, what was that other, the, the hero one that we've seen recently? Um, Senyu? Senyu, yes. When they started making it into a God. story, it fell down real quick. I um, was going to
2: sleep really soundly tonight, but now that you've mentioned Senyu, I'm going to be awake all night with anger. I, well, at least you didn't actually try to
0: watch the second season. The first season, they did okay because they, they focused on the comedy, but when they started in the second season, they started trying to make a story out of it, and it was like, no, 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 you no. Need to,
2: you need to learn your lesson. You
0: need to, you need to learn, <laughs> learn when to
2: bail out. This is, this is what you get. And that's the uh, well, same with well, uh, Recorder the, and Ronzo.
3: The
1: first, the first season of that was just hilarious, but then yep. they started doing other stuff,
2: and it went right downhill. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the wait a second. And that's the same case with oh wait every single three minutes. <laughs> <came out. laughs>
0: well, here in in Tenori no Seki kun we have got we got two main characters really. On all honesty, you've got who uh you got Seki kun and what what's uh what's what's the girl's name? Um, she is not on there. How dare this this synopsis? This worst synopsis ever. Okay, there's the two characters. The Seki-kun is, has a has a habit of, 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 of goofing off. He does all kinds of weird things. And he does the most elaborate, craziest things that you could possibly think of. He's doing it on his desk. Um, and the girl is sitting there next to him. Uh, Rumi. Rumi, yes. Uh, she's sitting next to him, and she is just... She can't help but pay attention to what he's doing. And... She's, she's constantly bantering in her head. She's, she wants him to stop doing it and she gets onto him every once in a while, but he doesn't pay attention to her. And, and th- as, as the, as the thing that he's doing gets more and more elaborate, she, she's just working out what's, what he's doing in her head. And it is just one of the most bonkers, uh, con concepts for a, for a, for a short and it is packaged up there. You can watch any episode. None of them really have anything to do with any other one. Um, but it works for what a short is, and that's 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 the biggest thing I can I can say for this show is as a short, this one works.
1: Yeah, because you have every single episode is essentially here's the newest thing that Seki Kun is going to do in order to entertain himself for class, and then of course uh, his uh, partner, neighbor, right there. Uryuumi is basically watching what he's doing and completely blowing it out of proportion in her head. So he might just be playing a game of uh, what's what's the what's shogi? Was it shogi? Shogi. And she's turning it into this in her mind, this grand epic battle between knights and and uh, double crossing each other, stealing the princess, the king coming and murdering him. All this kind of weird, crazy stuff in her head. And then, of course, she ends up getting in trouble because she's trying to stop him and going crazy about it. it, it is, I did enjoy it a lot. Um, unfortunately, it was one of those things that I couldn't really keep onto because since it is a short and since each one of them is episodic and since it's really just a turn on, have a quick laugh, and turn off, nothing
2: was really drawing me to
1: watch the next episode. But
2: What, what year of school are these, these people in? Are they in middle school or elementary school or what? What is it? I believe middle. Oh, middle school? Okay. Because interdisciplined Japanese kids were like at all in elementary school in Japan, they just let them run wild and just let them act like they're crazy. Because as soon as they get to middle school, their lives end.
1: Yeah, these actually get they. She actually gets in trouble and they have to sit still and do their stuff. Okay, Except for okay. Seki Kun, for some reason, never gets caught, even though he has like entire contraptions and <laughs> dominoes and fireworks set up on his desk that the teacher never notices.
2: Is, is that, that, I, I'm assuming that that's part of the comedy, right? Yeah, right, that he
1: never <laughs> it's pretty much right. right. So you'd, you'd give it a thumbs up, or oh,
0: I definitely give it a thumbs okay. up. I highly
1: suggest it. I mean, it's did a we, short, and it's one did, of the better ones that I think.
2: Did we give Mushishi a thumbs up?
1: I gave Mushishi a thumbs up. Okay, I don't I think I said. i give it.
2: I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up. Um, I, I I want to retract the previous statement I made. Not every three episode anime is is a is a steaming pile. There's a very cute anime called Cheese Sweet Home that is. Uh, that hits the mark just about perfectly for a three-minute anime. It's about a it's about a kitten who, who finds a new home with a family, and they have cute adventures.
1: I have heard oh. of that one. I do not think I've checked that one out yet. I haven't checked it out because it's it's it's
0: well, no sugar,
1: a lot, lot mm, too
0: much mm, sugar. No,
2: <laughs> no. I think you'd be surprised how not how not crazy that anime is.
0: Really? Uh, I mean, I get enough of it every once in a while when I have to watch these moe crap shows. No, so. <laughs> no, it's more in
2: the, it's more in the vein of like Sazae-san, down to earth, Japanese family with a kitten rolling around doing being cute. There's no like crazy moe or psychotic screaming or whatever else. Well, no I would Genki. And there's a hundred plus episodes of both seasons, so you can you never run out of cute. Wow. Alright, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give bit. it a shot, but I, I don't know,
0: man. Oh, you I, should,
2: uh, you should, because I'm the Pope of the Church of Mitsugi, and I would never recommend a Moe show to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's actually on his plaque on his desk.
2: It is. <laughs> right next to the button that opens up the trap door to Anime Hell.
1: So, so every time my... they walk in
2: the door, before they can even get to you, they hit that button. Those moe girls better answer those interview questions correctly. <laughs> Are you a moe girl? Anything other than anything other than an immediate no, I hit the button. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so that said, we'll move on to our next review, which is Yaimushi Pedal, Petal, or Yaopedia, or Yao Peta, Yo peta. I, uh, Yo peta, I,
0: I, okay. Before we get started on this one, I want I want to ask you one quick question. It's it's kind of a Japanese question, so do it in in japan how does can you describe the difference in in the term rival between japan the way that japan looks at rivals and and the western us as a western audience how we uh, look at the word rival
2: is this a is this is this a language question or a cultural question
0: kind of a cultural question because i i i see a difference between the way we look at rivals as americans and the way that japan looks at rivals and i was hoping that maybe you as a person being in having lived in japan have you seen the seen a difference in the way that we look at rival the word rival
2: the only thing that i would say the only difference between between how rivals are treated in america or in the west and how rivals are treated in japan is that i think that, that there's a lot more respect in the in whatever whatever form of competition you're participating in, so in America we have like pep rallies and we get all jacked up to, to destroy our rivals and we spit on each other or whatever we do, but Flip in, cars. J- in J- yeah burned couches whatever. In Japan it's all there's a lot of respect there even though you're rivals so they still get really pumped up for professional sporting events where like the Hanshin Tigers will play the Tokyo Giants and they have been their baseball league and that's a rivalry right there, but they're, they're always very respectful of each other. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm answering your question or not. No,
0: but. I, you, you, you're pretty much hitting it. I, I, I kind of seen uh, rivals in, in Japan is almost like, um, as like a, it's a friend, but it's somebody who makes you work harder to become better. And in, in, in in the western in in us as westerns we look at at as a rival as somebody we have to kill it's our enemy we have to destroy them does <laughs> that make sense
2: <laughs> it does I, I i think that i think that maybe we see the difference the difference between how rivals are perceived in Yowa petal quite a lot if that's what you're getting at
0: yeah and, 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 and I, I see it more in 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 Hajime no Ippo and and Misha petal is it, rivals, rivals come up in there a lot, and and in a lot of these uh, these shows, and it, and the, I, that's why I, I asked you because you, as a person who lived in Japan, you would know it better. From a, well, that I, I standpoint. think that's more of
1: a storytelling aspect than than anything, because you're you're talking about that's a that's a storytelling idea that you have a rival, they have to get better in order to beat them, and yeah, I guess there is probably a more respect aspect in there than anything. So I I think they go hand in hand.
2: I also think that happens to work quite well with the shonen model of always getting stronger. Yeah. I mean, it basically well, just gives you a way to do that. And
0: we, and we've, we've discussed that before in, in, in a previous podcast is it's a rival, a rival in general, a, when it's used well, like in Hajime no Ippo, it's used very well. Um, you, you can sit there and watch uh, Hajime no Ippo and see the rivals over there. And, and they're, they're really awesome characters. and, they work well against Epo as as a rival. They 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 clash, but they still have a, a mutual respect and they just drive each other to become stronger. Whereas you know in in like my brother was saying in some of the shon, uh, Shonen shows, there it's weakly used as kind of a it's a throwaway tool. It's like that guy is the the rival, so I have to beat him. So I power up and go and beat him. It, it's not it doesn't explain who that person is. It doesn't explain. Your main character, it doesn't doesn't help them grow as a character, and I so I think that, that that's that's one thing that's like in yoami shupetta pedal, it, it it works really well it, when used in in sports animes because they 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 show the respect in a lot of cases, and I, I just was using the rival thing as a as a way to lead into this 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 show because I think that it's it's very crucial to understand rivalry in Japan when it comes to shows like this. So about that story. So about that story. You wanna you wanna hit the simo- synopsis,
2: uh, Mitsugi? Sure. The um, Pedal is the story of high school cycling racing teams, but more than that, it's the story of Onoda Sakamichi, whom, by the way, I think it's very ironic that his last name is Sakamichi because Sakamichi in Japanese means like a hill, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, he, and he's a and he's a his specialty and he learns that his specialty on as a cyclist is climbing hills, so that's the irony of the name. But so the anime really starts off with this very timid anime loving student who's just entering high school at Sohoku and he has basically no friends at all because he's an anime fan and guess what? Not you know anime is not always treated the way it should be and I should say. That this anime does a pretty good job of depicting how anime is truly perceived in Japan. So right off the bat, in Japan, he's trying to get members for his club, right? And he can't do it, and everybody looks at him like he's like he's a pariah. Like, oh look, look, there's that weird anime kid, and that and that carries out throughout the anime pretty much. And so it's not so it's it's not like
1: Genjikin where you have a club and a bunch of hot girls join. Not at all. <laughs> not oh at my all. gosh, see, there's another one shattered.
2: In fact, he can't get anybody to join his anime club, so so it never gets off the ground. <laughs> and he uses cycling and the cycling club as his way of making friends, which is something that he's never really able to do um, in his past, I guess. And it's a source of joy for him. And then he meets his he meets other friends like like a uh, NARUKO, who is the what the the sprint star of. Uh, of, of Nanba or something—I can't remember what he, what his nickname is—and um, you know various other characters that jump in there that that are part of the cycling club, and then they With the spider, you know, <laughs> the spider guy, and Tadakoto, and the bullet, the bu- the the raging or the bullet of Shohoko or something <laughs> the goofiness. So it's 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 a cycling anime, bicycle bicycle racing, and uh, and done in a very very shonen style. Yes. No. Uh, here's here's the
1: there thing. There was that, only one episode I've seen, and yes, it looked very shown in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing that, that 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 I do have to say about this show. I I, I I I like it because it does work as a sports show. And as a sports show, I mean I, I I've seen hits or misses on, on sports shows, and this one is one of those ones that I think does well for what it's trying to do. Unfortunately, I thought that at a certain point, one thing I can say good for it is it uses uh, back backstory as a good way to hide time jumps. Did you notice that?
2: Um, I noticed that there was lots of backstory for many of the characters, but mostly I, I appreciated that they did it so that you could feel some kind of a some kind it, of a connection to the characters.
0: Yeah, and, and and it also used that as a as a as a way to hide time jumps. I don't know if you noticed that. Is you well, know maybe, how
2: maybe you can elaborate a little bit more on what you mean by time jumps?
0: Okay, um, when when they're doing a, a a bicycle race, okay, obviously the bicycle race is three days long, right? Correct. Okay, but they're not going to do three days long worth of <laughs> anime, and in a lot of cases they would use these kind of backstories it, to fill in those time jumps, so that you're not sitting there watching them do. 10 or 10 hours worth they, of, they leave the starting of...
1: line and then boom, they're at the first checkpoint. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they would use the, 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 the backstories as a way to hide those time jumps. So you didn't feel like you were, you were missing out on anything in the actual race. And I think that they did that very well. It, it seamlessly went back and forth between them and the inner dialogues, I think really hid that well. And I, I do want to commend well, the show
2: on that. I mean, I, I don't know. I agree with that the that the backstory that the the flashbacks are good in some ways, but if but if you're if you're telling me that this anime does a good job of, of managing its time, I, I definitely don't agree. That is
0: it. that I, I do agree with you on that because I mean, that that is the the biggest beef that I did have with it is after a certain point, the first first few episodes I was very engaged and I I I was enjoying. What was going on? I I wanted to see them go on and on and and, and introduce more characters. And I was very... I enjoyed it. At about the halfway mark and into the end end session, I started seeing very repetitive formula going on. It was like, okay, they go on a race. They introduce this character. This character has this little technique. Boom, 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 boom. And they, they do something to beat that character or something like that or the goofy weird guy with the, that was gangly and had some weird technique. I, that Mido guy, suji. <laughs> <laughs> Kimoy, Kimoy. yes. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, after a certain point I started, I started shutting down on the show and, and, and I hated that because there was, there was interesting characters that would pop up every once in a while. But at that, the, by the time those characters started shum, showing up, I was so turned off by the show, I I actually got frustrated, and um, I like I I did like the the, the guy with the pecs that, that kept screaming Abu 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 Abu. I thought he was yeah. just hilarious. I, I got thought a he funny was... story about that too.
2: Actually, <laughs>
0: right I thought he was really cool, um, but at the same time, like I said, at the point that he showed up in the show was the big race and the the, thing therein lies. The biggest beef I have with this show is the cutoff point. This show dropped dead in the middle of a race. And I, I, I am so turned off by that. I have no way to describe that because although I, I do have ambitions of watching it next season, it being cut off at that point, I can't suggest it to anybody because everybody's going to hit that same brick wall, and they're not going to have any desire to continue.
2: I just have one thing to say to you. Come on. <laughs> come, what? on. come on. Come on. Why? I
0: mean, come on. It, 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 I mean, me and my brother have both mentioned this. It, it, one of the biggest beefs that we have, we're, we're seeing a trend of shows that all of them are doing the exact same thing. They are going... And they're cutting off at a, at dead in the middle of a story.
1: Well, I guess the difference is that Yao Peta actually is. You're, yes, you know I, you're I do more, I do know ones, that no. there is going to be more,
0: and I I can give it that, but it's still that was dead in the middle of the race. I mean, come on, Mitsugi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come, come on, on, come on. We <laughs>
1: Can't God. do it
2: backwards. Have you considered that maybe the, the the point in which the anime stops what, I mean, it seems like the race is, is is a large portion of this of the manga or the anime's content. So maybe it was just simply impossible for them to stop it at a clean break. I mean, it's not it's not like your normal sporting sport where you have a football game that takes two hours or you oh, okay, have come on, or a boxing come on. match. Let's, it's a three day okay. race. let, let me ask you that. this.
0: Okay, would you been okay if Hajime no Ippo, the fight between Ippo and Date, if they cut it in the middle of that fight, and you know who Date is, right? Of course, I know. <laughs> uh,
2: no, I would not. I wouldn't be okay with that. But I'm not because saying. You, I'm not why saying is that? that? It's...
0: Because it's the most important fight of Hajime no Ippo. Why is it okay oh, no, for? No, I disagree with why, that. Why? No, oh, come on. You know that was the most important. That was the point in which the Ippo, most important
2: fight is Sendō. Uh, okay i
0: i may i may give you that a little bit but i'm sorry date was the that was the turning point for ipo so i i i'm i'm leaning towards that one yeah but But,
2: some where ipo becomes champion
0: i know but he had a chance at i'm not gonna ruin the the story
2: of ipo okay (laughs) you you can't ruin ipo because it's too good um okay but but I, that's I, what, I, I I agree with you. All I'm saying is that I think that maybe it was difficult for them to find a proper stopping point. And sometimes I don't think it's really up to the animation studio to determine where the anime stops. They probably had them. They probably had them booked for three seasons. You know, a a, a nine month cycle, a nine month process on this anime. They I mean,
0: had thirty six episodes.
2: To, yeah. Yes, They but,
0: had the longest of all of the shows that season. Come yeah, on.
2: But the, the best breaking point for this anime, and I, I think we should probably talk about other aspects of it in a minute, but um, <laughs> no, the, not... the, the best breaking point for this anime would have been right before the Interhigh tournament started. But, unfortunately, I think that that's only about halfway through the anime's current run, and I'm sure that they hadn't met they had not met broadcast requirements at that point. Like they probably had an entire another season and a half of contractual obligation to whatever, whatever te- television channel this was on. And so, in in order to fill their obligation, they had to keep. I would much rather them. I mean, would you rather have had them take that thirty six episodes and and drag out the the you know the portion of the show before the no. race just so they can end it cleanly? No, I, mean, I think
0: I think their pacing was fine. I, all honesty, I do. I think that 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 it's real issues is more in the repetitive nature of the formula but that's that's my personal opinion.
2: I have a different issue. My issue and I love the show by the way, but my issue is that I passed this show on our on my own podcast because I loved the characterization that Ono that that Onoda was getting in the beginning of the show. I thought it was so interesting how he was how he was an anime fan and they really really leaned on that a lot in the first 3 episodes and you know he you know breaks down in tears and starts crying because he's so happy that he's made friends and it's just really a refreshing episode a really really refreshing story and then what does it do for the first for the next fifteen or twelve episodes is that it betrays the viewer and they what do they do they throw you into a training camp arc yeah that was my problem with the show was the training camp arc because I think everything after the inter race starts is great I love every minute of it even the even the cheesy villains. <laughs> oh my gosh, that
1: guy with the creepy Mi- face.
2: Mito Sujik is um, is awesome. I, I love that guy. He's so over the top and just how do you he is he over the top. How do you he push, totally do you push a bike
1: in front of yourself?
2: <laughs> I don't know, but it was pretty cool when he did it. It was pretty Yes cool. it was. I was totally
0: do- I was sold on it because it was like, Oh, you think that you're
1: gonna beat me here, watch this. <laughs> I have it. There's no way you could do it. Shoosh. I'm like, how did he do that? I, this i's all I've seen of this show, and I I turned around and walked out. He was uh, totally.
0: Yeah, I agree. He was totally over. Of course, over the I top. wasn't invested.
2: When I was at oh man, I can't remember the name of the place in in Tokyo, <sighs> Nanja Town or something in Tokyo. There's an area where they have these theme restaurants, and they have a they have a gyoza museum, where you quote unquote go and they have like all kinds of gyoza for you that you can eat. They call it a museum, but really it's just a place where you eat gyoza and this place features anime and normally it's the most popular show at the time. And at this particular time, they were doing they were they were promoting food from Hozuki no Reitetsu and Yoamushi Petal. Cuz those were the by far the most popular two animes of that season. Did they have goldfish f- flowers? <laughs> they had everything there. In fact, I ate and there's a photo of this on on our Twitter strawberry, page somewhere and strawberry somewhere. Gem. I ate two Bun, meat buns that had rice paper prints of whatever ab guys' and pecs are on the on the buns. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> so I actually ate I actually ate two meat buns that were shaped and looked exactly like that guy's pecs, and it was awesome. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was just
1: about to ask you, what about that pecs guy you were talking oh, about? Oh, I love that guy.
2: Eyebrows, oh he's awesome. What well, was
0: I? I know that one was Frank. Was the other Tom? Oh, it was Andy. Andy and Frank. That's right. Andy, Andy Frank. Andy <laughs> And if one if if something is dangerous is going to happen, then uh, then Andy is going to tell him. And then if 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 he if he gets passionate about something, then then Frank speaks up. It, it's, it's, it's always crazy. always crazy. something so, so
1: entertaining, nuts. Always always something so entertaining about uh, the the English type names over
2: there, like <laughs> Brandon Nahitu, <laughs> Brandon Heath. Here's one of the here's one of the great things about Pedal, and that's that pretty much every character on I would say especially on. Uh, Sh- Sohoku and um what's the other team's name? Haku I can't remember oh, the the I, champion's I... team. Anyway, so there's the team that's in the blue and then there's Sohoku. They do a really fantastic job of giving every single member of both teams at least some focus. There's always there's some story, there's some like there's some sports related I... storyline between every character.
0: I disagree on that to a okay. point. I, I think that they did well in in selling the individual characters to a point. Like I said, some of the characters were interesting. Some of them were okay. Um, but I, for, in a general sense, yes, I, I did like their characters. Um, but like I said, the, a lot of it became formulaic. Um, it's it's not like Hajime no Ippo where they individualized that character and they sold that character and they spent almost an entire episode in a lot of situations just discussing that person. Why is what is the driving force behind that character? Why are they there? Who are they fighting for? What are they fighting for? Well, I think at times one, they do that. I like I said, sometimes they did it. It just a lot of cases it was just. In a lot of cases, it was weak, and and it, they 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 felt it, it almost felt like they were picking and choosing which characters they would do
2: that on. Um, so, which like, characters are lacking in your opinion? Um, can you give an example of one character that was lacking development and one character? The that The spider, was
0: the spider would be one that I think that was probably interesting, and they never got in depth in him. They they
1: brushed over well, his story ended. You're going to get it later. Huh? You think it's a case where you're going to get it later?
0: Uh, it's possible because he's in the main main character's team. So you're talking I mean, about
2: the guy with the green hair? Yeah, the guy with the green hair. The I mean story- they,
0: they they brushed over his his story, but they just didn't. It was actually more the bullets storyline and the spider was just there.
2: See, I see I disagree with you. I mean, I felt compelled by by the spider guy's story. They do they do enough with him and the and his rival on the other team that that compels my understanding of, of their relationship and why they compete. I mean, their their whole relationship is that th- those two people have been competing as as hill climbers. But that was more that was more that
0: was more his 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 rival's story. That was not really his story.
4: I
2: think it, the, the story touches on both of them a little bit. I mean, I think that that was meant to be a somewhat of a pair because those episode those those three or four episodes focused on those guys pretty heavily. I mean that I mean it's fine. It's obviously fine if you don't if you don't like the, no, uh, no, no, the story. No no, no
4: no
0: I'm 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 just I'm just. Pointing out my—I mean, disagreements it, it, are going to happen. It's, it, it's if, fine.
2: If anybody's lacking development, it's the other players on the villains' team, other than Mito Suji. Those guys. Those guys nothing. are useless.
0: Those we guys are nothing. absolutely useless. <laughs> the one guy, the one guy out of the group that I think that is abs- is kind of interesting. They didn't bring up anything about him, and then the uh, there there's two guys on the on the, the bad guys team, if you want to call him the bad guy. Um, is the guy with the braces and the other guy? The guy I want to know about the other guy, not the guy with the braces. The braces guy, he he can die in 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 the pit of Moe
1: hell for all I care. I don't think he's allowed there.
0: I probably not. I'm just, but see, I I, I I'm I'm on the Moe side, so
1: I I I can say that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, anyways, did we have any other thing
2: we want to touch on that? Um, I would say that. Yoamushi pedal is an extremely popular show i being in Japan during the during the point where this show first first coming out i think that it were, you have many 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 maybe probably two or more seasons of yola pedal coming still they ba- j- just simply based on its ridiculous popularity i mean you can't you can't walk down the street past past a gotcha gotcha machine without seeing yola pedal in it there's girls walking on the streets with like hundreds of Yowa pedal buttons on their bags. And <laughs> honestly, I really like there was no anime during this la the last few seasons that I was watching that I that I looked forward to more than Yowa Pedal. I would have traded any of the other shows for for another episode of Yowa pedal. Now, is and, is bicycling
1: um, really that popular for the youngsters before it, this came out, or is it starting it, a
2: trend? It's it's not. I think this is a show that really resonates with with girls. I think it has the same effect that Free has, really? and now and now Haiku. Um, also, <laughs> I'll, I'll just say one more thing.
1: But I guess you have the pecs guy.
2: Hime, ski ski dice. <laughs> kira kira ri. <laughs> I love that song. I love it. <laughs> oh, <Whoosh, right laughs> right <laughs> Hime wa hime nano hime nano. Ta- uh,
0: it's it's the song that he sings that helps him keep his pay, his cadence when he's going up hills. It's just it's an awesome little song. And that's,
2: I and I think that that's pivotal to to maintaining the fact that he's an anime fan in the show. I think that <laughs> <that's>, that song <laughs> is that the helps they to do? Remind people. Um or does he still touch on it? Or
1: is it like gone once he goes past the boot camp?
2: They don't do a good job of maintaining him as an anime fan throughout the show. No. It's it's they don't I, and I wish that they did. That's one of the things about the show that I think that they really dropped the ball on. But um, right now the big thing is that it's not the song that it's not the song that helps you race faster or be stronger. It's the fact it helps that you, him keep his cadence. You're watching Onoda who is like the spirit of the joy of cycling and you want to be a part of that. That's what they were touching on with Tadakoto. It's not the song it's the fact that he has so much joy when he's cycling that you want to be a part of that, and that's what pulls you along. And that's – I think that that's nice. It's, uh, now it's nice we, did
1: sentiment. We, did we actually find out if they actually have a slip string of like four people in a row? <laughs> I don't even know if that's possible to be honest. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I don't, I'm I telling heard you, man. I, I'm not sure how that works with four people. It's anime. It's anime. It's, it's anime. A, it's, anime. <laughs> it's just anime-like. You can push a bike in front of yourself. It's anime. <laughs>
2: Anyway, this is a really popular sports anime and anime in general and I think the people that haven't seen it should at least watch some of it just because it's one of the shows that hey, it's making its it, mark in Japan right now.
0: When all is said and done, I mean, I even with my my issues with it, I can still suggest this show. Yeah, it, I I do suggest this show. It is a good
2: show. For sports fans, I give it a big thumbs up.
1: He's just very critical.
2: me no no no, No. i'm talking about chris i am not that critical i am the. i am
1: not have cute anime characters and moe characters and that one female that you attached to at the very beginning no they had two of them in this show they never showed but like one (laughs) scene and they like went oh i hope they do good and that was it Uh, the
0: the the girl in 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 the main characters team she was kind of cute but the one that i really liked was uh the uh the hill climber for the blue team his his class rep, I loved her, yeah, she's cute. she is very cute. Loved cute her. With,
2: cute without being Moe, so that's nice
0: <laughs> so I, I I have something to present to uh
1: to you I, I, I after like this big like battle royale between you two that I kind of <laughs> stood out from and was just kind of sweating the entire time, we can finally go on to a show where we can all laugh at it.
0: Yes, I, I have brought this one to the table specifically because I knew this one would be a blast to destroy. I, it is called Kanojo Ga Flag Wa Aratera. I was going to let Mitsuki say it so it didn't sound stupid. <laughs> uh, it, it's, I, I totally butchered that. I know I, like I did. Too? <laughs> sure.
2: Kanojo Ga Flag Wa Tara.
0: If her flag breaks,
2: yeah, they're using the passive form of that verb, which is kind of awkward. Of, <laughs> well, that's, that's was, yeah, when we movies. were trying,
0: when we were trying to uh, to translate it, we, we yeah, weren't getting much of it. When it anything. was first
1: getting announced to be in stream and everything, we were looking for a translation of that, and it was just all over the place. Like, <laughs> uh, would you gather the flag and give it to her, or something like that? It was there were some <laughs> wild translations for
2: it. I gotta say, I don't know much about this anime, so. But no, but, no. You. I hope you poke fun at it, though. You,
0: you, you, you are more than welcome to just blast at this one. This one, I, I present to the Church of Mitsugi, and I say, take it, because this is utter crap, and that is saying a lot coming from me. I mean, I, 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 I kid you not. Okay, the story is about a kid named uh, Sota Hatate, and he is a. Effectively, let's just call him a ditherer and just be done with it. He comes into the show. He has this special power where he can see people and he can see a flag pop up on their head. And this flag tells him their destiny. Um, be it that they, have their, they may be getting ready to die. So he just sees what is going to happen to them. And he has the ability to say something to that person and change their destiny and break the flag is in a nutshell what he is he is as a main protagonist in this show
1: yeah so he's on the side that he's on at the very beginning he's on the corner of the street and he sees a guy that has a death flag uh, what's going to happen is a car is going to hit him well he tells the guy something about work like he, the the plan for the his job is not going to go through the guy is shocked and the flag breaks. The guy doesn't die. The car hits a, a pole or something. Very stupid.
0: Yeah. Now, from that that point on, it's just a matter of introducing an entire cast of harem to this kid. <laughs> that I kid you not. It, it starts out with a moe uh, blob who just walks up and says "desu desu desu desu" and I, I he. Sits there, and he has a... She wants to give him food for lunch, um, but he doesn't want to be her friend because he's antisocial, and he doesn't want to be friends with anybody. So he breaks her flag, and then she decides, oh, well, maybe I should ask it in a different way. Oh, yeah, that was
1: what's great. He's like, I can break flags, and I can easily do it, and once it's done, it's done. And then they introduce the okay, that's incorrect. Actually, he can't break this girl's flags because they keep popping back up. Okay. <laughs> he breaks it like five times and then all of a sudden 20 flags pop up over her head
0: and so he just finally gives in and says, okay, yeah, you can eat lunch with me. And then all of a sudden she gets a, a, a love flag, a conquered flag, what right there. What the hell there. is a
2: flag? For God's it, sake. It,
1: it, it's it's kind of like a flag for a uh, for it's those... Like, uh, a dating sim a dating kind sim. of game. A um, in the in the show, it's just an actual physical flag that pops out of their their head, and it has an emblem on it. Like friendship is like a smiley face, and relationship shows like two people together in a heart or something like that.
2: Gentlemen, haven't we learned our lessons about anime that <laughs> anime that that have anything to do with with, with video games or pachinko machines? <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no. Okay, hold on. This is okay. not based on a game. Okay, this but is based on game, a manga. I, it has, it has game a, game, a game concept. Yes, I agree. But this, this is this is the, only the beginning. They still have like ten more characters to introduce. There's the trap. There's the robot. There's the uh, childhood yandere. friend. There's the, the the childhood friend who t- can possibly turn into a yandere. There is the lolly. There is
1: no, no, no. I want to I want to stop there and explain. And I, I'm hoping you're you're talking about the same lolly as I am. No, 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 no. This is
0: a different lolly. Well, there's yes, actually. I, I was going to get
1: Has a fan, like a you know, like the the fan that they would use to hit somebody when they do something wrong. A a, a baby bib, or a bib around her neck, and then like a whole a baby bonnet, and like jeans. I I don't know what the heck is going on with her character design. No, no, but no. It's like somebody it, what's worse vomited is, a whole bunch of different types of. What's worse is she
0: one. changes through the entire show. Oh gosh. She changes episode to episode. She is wearing a totally different outfit. She still has that stupid Obasan uh, voice, and she's still yeah the voice was... with that ugly whatever they were doing with her. Um, but there was a, a separate Lolly that they introduced a few episodes later. I this is a constant introducing of more characters to this. I, I, I really want an, a total count of how many characters that are technically in this kid's harem because he's got the craziest harem I've ever seen in a show. Um, then, to top it off, okay, that is probably 10 episodes worth of this show was introducing the on harem. L- literally 10 episodes focused on making his harem. Then, all of a sudden, they went... Oh, yeah, by the way, you remember that entire storyline that we were introducing at the beginning? Oh, well, here. Here's the total uh, package of what was going. There was almost a 20-minute information dump involving one of the main characters, one of the main girls in his harem, which come to find out, oh, yeah, by the way, she was his real sister. Um, And then on top of that... (laughs) And then on top of that... She sits there and talks to herself, explaining the entire story of where all the back back information is. So yeah.
2: Oh, oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even get that far. Spoilers, I got spoilers. I, I was I gonna split. watch this for real. <laughs> <laughs> I got to I'm not even gonna bother because of all the spoilers. Jeez. You, if you want
0: that as an excuse to not watch this show, fine, take it. I. I I I am happy to ruin everybody's interest in ever watching the show. This was absolute utter crap. Doing, even if you went to go watch it, service.
1: even if you go to watch it, you're going to get to the same spot I did. You're going to get about the, I think what's like second episode, they go to visit this guy's home which is like way outside of town in this really run down, falling apart building. Suddenly that crazy psychotic looking character that I just explained earlier shows up. Then, like, a massive group of people shows up, including some big, huge guy with a the with Yeah, the anti-social guy suddenly build has a, an
0: entire group of people who randomly want to help him build the the, the door back They up. start
1: dancing in a circle while holding each other's <laughs> hands for some random reason. They, they instantly create this amazing-looking mansion out of his broken-down house with no materials whatsoever. And then they say the only reason you can keep it is if you have all the, the rooms filled. So, naturally, everybody has to live there. I shut it off eight no just no
2: is this anime worse than hamatora oh I didn't get very far I, hamatora, I, would, I would
0: I would say it's I worse. would I would say a million times worse
2: oh come on that's impossible
0: no i i lie not because hamatora uh oh no i know i didn't like i didn't like hamatora either because i thought that they 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 tried too hard to make it lighthearted. And then they kept this dark undertone, which none of the episodes really made any sense. The, the dark undertone was there, but, and then all of a sudden they just suddenly went stupid dark and it was like, okay, that, that was totally jarring. And it just, it didn't have any cohesiveness at all. I was, I was not happy with that show at all. And I, and I still hate the fact that I have to watch the next season just to find out what's going to happen. I like because...
1: how he says he has to. Like,
0: no, be- you don't, don't understand. Who gives a
2: crap? I do because I, I, I do, why because I, I, why do you force yourself? yourself? No, I
0: have to watch it because I need to find out if that if that evil guy, what's going to happen with him and what, how they're really going to end up solving the entire story. Be- if they go back into the stupid detective agency, I'm uh, no, I but they will, and I I, I know they will. Never mind. I, I'm going to save is... it for you.
1: He's actually. Uh, one of the main characters father and he dies in the very end. You can not have to watch. It. <laughs> okay.
2: I, I have a very important question. I'm is, compulsive about it. I have to finish a show. Once I start it is Kanojo ga better or worse than Rio rainbow gate. Not watch that one. No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, that. You know so what? I'm. I'm guessing that I that shouldn't watch that. That was the <laughs> correct answer to that question because that means that you are still among the living, breathing, <laughs> soul. Are you sure? Are you animation? sure? After you've heard that entire uh, me
0: uh, ranting about that for 20 minutes, I mean, Rio Re- Re- Rainbow Gate.
2: Yeah. No. Nothing you said phased me really. After seeing Rio, Re- <laughs> after, after seeing Rio, Rio Rainbow Gate and, uh, and 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 Comfer, nothing will phase me. Yeah. You, know, you don't even get me started on, on Arpeggio of Blue Steel. <laughs> <laughs> At least Arpeggio had a had a had a solid story. <laughs> I picked <What? laughs> uh, in, in our in our podcast draft for the summer season. I picked Con- I picked Kantai Collection. That, just because okay. just because I wanted to burn that anime down. <laughs> I'm so gonna burn
0: that one. I know I am because I I've got so many major vibes of Super Sonico coming from that. It's oh just gosh. an excuse for them to, to, to do fan service all the way through.
1: Mitsuko didn't watch Supersonico, did you?
0: He would not have even bothered. <laughs> are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> after, seeing, after seeing tens of hundreds of, of Supersonico figures and claw, j- claw machines oh, all over Japan yes. with their breasts hanging out, I didn't need to watch that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like to the point of morbid. Like it's, They have their own zip code. No, and no, 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 no. no. There, is, there, is, there
0: is one that is
2: worse, and that is Super Pachiko. She is morbid. the no. no, wait a second. Let's not get away from from, from Super Sonico just yet. Super so- <laughs> Super Sonico the animation. It's like it's like if you had like a chemistry teacher in college, and the weekend before you saw your chemistry teacher, your female your female chemistry teacher dancing at a strip club, and then you go to class the next day and you see her at your at, at your school and you recognize her and you're like, I can't I can't really learn from you and learn chemistry <laughs> from you after <laughs> a, after I've seen your breasts for three hours Super the animation is like after being in Japanese arcades and seeing her, seeing her body contorted into every sexual position imaginable with just about every single possible tube shaped object in her mouth I could, never, <laughs> I could never have taken that anime seriously no matter how hard they tried
3: yeah, uh, and, then they, and then they stick her and like, they oh, cutesy, tried. she's going, waking up with that
1: cats, and she's
0: going to school, and she works And that's the sad thing. They actually tried to make it cohesive, and it's like, no, you, you just can't. You, you, you're you trying to sell a, a moe blob as an actual somebody. I mean,
1: come on, really? You know what? I actually have, after hearing that analogy that you gave... I am almost tempted to go on our site and relink our Supersonico review to that soundbite right there because I think that was the best <laughs> description possible.
2: That's why I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to ruin your 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 uh, your non explicit podcast.
0: <laughs> we've been we've been fairly clean. I mean, we'll we'll I, we'll, we'll we'll clean a couple things up. But I, we've, I feel been, bad. we've been.
2: <laughs> I feel bad for your producer, whichever one of you guys does the editing.
1: Ate him. <laughs>
2: That's why he doesn't care. <laughs>
1: All right. Did we hit all the, the major plot points to this amazing anime? I, I was, I'm surprised. I, I figured you guys would just destroy it. I,
2: I, I, I did more destroying than anybody. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it, so I, couldn't, I can't be held responsible for that.
1: <laughs> You're not missing on anything. I strategically evaded
2: that landmine. I, I,
0: I, I assume you would. I mean, that one was absolute, utter crap. I, I, I wish I could have taken my time back on that one. Uh, but I, 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 I wanted to watch it so
1: that I could say something about it. So I, I watched it, and I was able to say something about it. No, I only watched two episodes. It's <laughs> pretty amazing, isn't it?
0: No, because you you didn't get to destroy the, the ending, because the ending it was rushed, it, absolutely incohesive, and Episode no. two was plenty. They, tri- they tried to do
1: some kind of stupid Matrix thing out of it.
0: It was the stupidest
1: thing. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to rant again. <laughs> well, before he starts ranting, we'll move on. Um, this has been actually in- extremely incredible to have you on with us, uh, Mitsuki. Um, before we close everything out, I wanted to give you a chance to uh, tell everybody about AA Podcast so once again. Tell them where they can find you, all that kind of jazz.
2: Sure. Yeah, uh, I am the producer and one of the hosts of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. We've been a weekly podcast since, goodness, like 2009. So we're one of the older... One of the old, old one of the old men now, but I can remember when we were just getting started. Um, you can find us at our homepage www.aaaPodcast.com, and we have a forum on there where people talk and there's a lot of conversation going on about the new season and past season and you know what you should and shouldn't watch and you know various other topics of all shapes and sizes and and we do trivia and it's it's a lot of fun and we d- we also do our podcast live, which is something that we started doing a few years ago and just sort of part of the part of the rigmarole now of doing the show so we we do them live every Saturday, every Saturday night at 9:30 EST so we've been developing a a good little audience for our live shows and it's you know it enrich, it enriches the podcast and if you like hentai we have some hentai podcast episodes too but they've been once in a blue a blue moon um for now and it's me and uh Chiaki who is our uh, our female co-host who is uh I'm sure, the heartthrob of all of the male listeners. And we have Cram, who is still in Japan, so he gives his insights about things once in a while when he has things to say about that. And he has an epic radio voice, so that's... Uh, he definitely nice. does. Yeah. Definitely does. So, yeah. So, I uh, hopefully people that, that listen, you know, weren't too offended by my rantings, and uh will come and check it out. So...
1: I think all of our listeners are probably just going... Please never have Chris and Mitsuki in the same room again talking about <laughs> the same show at odds with each other. <laughs> all the no, it wasn't flying. too bad. It wasn't no, too bad. it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, again, thank you so much for being on here. Uh, thank
2: you. It was a pleasure.
1: For everybody else, uh, again, we're uh, on from com. You can go there for all our news reviews and impressions on the current season are currently rolling out. There's a lot of shows to cover. Again, you can find our feeds and everything on TakuSpirit.com. Check out our forums, leave comments, ask us questions. They're all welcome. Um, as we close out, we're actually going to have a closing song from Mushishi, the next chapter OP, uh, which is what we talked about earlier, which is Shiver from Lucy Rosies. Rosies? Did I say Rosies?
2: You did. Lucy Rose. <laughs> He's got Rosies on here. <laughs> but anyway,
1: hey, I just copied it off of the stupid <laughs> anime list, okay? <laughs> But anyway, we hope you all enjoyed that, and thank you all for joining us. You all take care. Oh
3: the holes we had to breathe to make the other one leave. And I loved the way you looked at me. And I miss the way you made me feel. for you We stole Every moment we had To make the other one feel bad We